welcome to the Psalms, a call to words podcast where timeless truths shape today's words. I am your host, David Bunce, and I hope that you will be blessed as we journey through the great songbook of the Bible. Everyone needs a leader in their life, someone to help them follow the path that's set before them. Well, for the case of the Christian, we lean upon the leadership of our Lord, our Savior, our Shepherd. David, in Psalm 5, asks of the Lord to lead him in righteousness. Psalm 5. To the choir master, for the flutes, a psalm of David. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry, my King and my God. For to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy those who speak lies. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. I will bow down before your holy temple in the fear of you. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness. Because of my enemies, make your way straight before me. For there is no truth in their mouths. Their inmost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Make them bear their guilt, O God. Let them fall down by their own counsels. Because of the abundance of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them, that those who love your name may exult in you. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. In this psalm, David is praying that God would deliver him from evildoers, that he would hear his prayer, that he would give ear to the words that he prays. Well, we can know that this is an anthropomorphism, meaning that God does not actually have ears or eyes or a mouth or hands because God is spirit. And yet we can think back to even the book of Exodus, where God delivers his people where he extends to them his hand in redemption and rescue from their enemies, where he hears with his ears their cry. And yet, we are assured that these pieces or parts of God are not actually there like they are for humans, but they are part of God's ability and his way of interacting with his creation. It assures us to know that God does indeed hear our groaning. He hears our cries. He gives attention to when we call upon his name. And why does David know that God can do this? It is because of his own relationship with God. He says, my king and my God. Is God king over our lives? This is what gives the ground for our prayers because of who he is and his relationship to us. Charles Spurgeon reminds us about the power of God hearing our prayers and our cries He says, my voice shalt thou hear. Observe, this is not so much a prayer as a resolution. We can sooner die than live without prayer. To a loving father, his children's cries are music, and they have a magic influence which his heart cannot resist. That's the way that God hears the prayers of his people. 
It's a powerful word that he is able to then trust in, delight in, hope in. The psalmist is encouraged because he knows of God's own ear towards his prayer. What an assurance that that is. What is it that God does delight in? Certainly it must be his prayers, but we know that he does not delight in wickedness. He does not delight in evil, and it may not dwell with him. Well, then what is the opposite? It is the glory of God being shown in the life and the righteousness of his people. The boastful don't stand before his eyes. He hates evildoers. God is not simply sad about sin and wickedness in the world. He hates it, and he will justly destroy wickedness in this world. When we pray for God to uphold justice and righteousness, he does so in the power and strength of his might. If he did not, he would not be just, but he must punish wickedness and reward righteousness. But it's not simply that we pray that God would destroy all the wicked. We pray that they would repent and find the abundance that God promises to those who are righteous. David himself recognizes that. He says, but I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, this is the hesed, first mentioned in Genesis 19.19 from Lot to the angels. He says that you have shown steadfast love in preserving my life. And so that's what God does throughout his covenant relationship with his people. He is pursuing that steadfast love, that covenant that cannot be broken. And so David responds to this wonderful news about God's justice by saying he will bow down toward God's holy temple in the fear of you, this reverence, this adoration, awe that should inspire our worship of God. And then verse eight, lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness. This is David's prayer that the leadership of the entire nation would be subservient to the leadership of God. God is directing his people just as David prays that God would direct Israel's king. For there is no truth in their mouth. This is the enemy's. Their inmost self is destruction. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, we know from Scripture. And so David is talking about the same thing, wickedness that flows from the throat of the open graves of the wicked. That's how he describes them, is opposite of what righteousness works in the heart of those who fear God. Their guilt will be borne by themselves. God has to be the one who restores the righteous, and it starts with a redemption of the heart. Unrepentant sin will cut you off from God's covenant promise forever. But rejoicing in who he is, taking refuge in his sovereign protection and his might, leads the psalmist, David in this case, to an adamant trust in the provision and care of God who will continue to bless the righteous and enact justice upon those who reject the plan of God. The favor of the Lord is exclusive. We see that through all of scripture. And so as this psalm comes to a conclusion, we think in verse 12 about what David says, for you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. That protection, that promise of a shield arms the wearer to be prepared not only for the offensive battle that he is called to, but to be defensive against the attacks of Satan, to be prepared for what comes against him and able to withstand the flaming arrows of Satan and of the workers of evil. May we continue to do the same thing, trusting in the Lord of the righteous, asking God to protect us and to provide justice in the face of wickedness. This is all done by trusting in God. 
and his righteousness. May that be true for us as it was true for David. Lord, thank you for hearing our words. We ask that you would consider our groaning. Would you give attention to the sound of our cries, Lord? May we recognize you as God and as King. Father, may you lead us in righteousness. Keep us from falling into the temptation to do what we want to do, to want to pursue paths that will only lead to destruction, to a lack of life, to our own ruin. Lord, we pray for flourishing. We pray that we would recognize you are not a God who delights in wickedness. You are a God who delights in righteousness. Father, may we bow before you in reverence, in delightful joy of who you are and what you have done to recognize that you are all the righteousness that we ever could have. Our own is nothing but filthy rags. Instead, we trust in your righteousness. Help us to pursue truth. Help us to run from lies. And help us, Lord, to trust in you no matter what happens. And if we do, you promise us in your word that if we take refuge in you, we can rejoice, we can sing, we can be protected by you, and we can exult in you, Lord. We can bless your name, bless your righteousness, and that you will ultimately cover us with your shield. We thank you for this. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Psalms, a Call to Words podcast. For more content, just visit calledtowords.com. I hope you will join us again next time for more riches from The Psalms.